This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to Valley Football First and Goal, the official podcast of the Missouri Valley Football Conference on the lineupmedia.fm network. Now, your host, Kelly Burke. The middle of August is here and back for another edition of the MVFC First and Gold podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Burke, and we start a really interesting series this month on officiating and video review, and we're going to really deep dive into that. So only fitting that we have the director of video services from the Big Ten Conference on, and that is Tony Bynisky. Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great uh, to have you on here. You know, before we get into your background, you know, I wanted to kind of uh, have you explain a little bit about what exactly your title means and and what it all encompasses, because I think the average person, you know, it's a little bit ambiguous. Sure, absolutely. So the title and the overall, I guess, oversight of our department is video and technology for officiating. Uh, and we focus that across, obviously, within the conference itself, all of our conference sports within the Big Ten Conference, and then all the consortiums with, that the conference is involved with. So when we, what we talk about and what we mean by a consortium is multiple conferences will pull their resources uh, financially and administratively together, and we will s- support them in, 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 that, in that area. So th- in football... We support the Big Ten Conference, uh, the Mid-American Conference, the MAC, and then obviously the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Uh, in basketball, we could dive in a little bit deeper. It's bigger. Uh, it's Big Ten, the MAC, the Summit, the Horizon, the Metro Atlantic, uh, the Northern Sun, and then we just added the America East uh, this past offseason. And then luckily for us, it's just Big Ten ice hockey uh, okay. in regards to – actual video for officiating needs and then instant replay uh the conference office itself within the big 10 not trying to tell everybody what it is we're up to and doing but we're we're starting a pilot program this year to standardize replay for volleyball and wrestling uh within the conference itself so those two sports will also fall under our under our jurisdiction and uh Again, every, everything that encompasses with video and technology and officiating, instant replay, uh, the Vocero headsets that you see, um, the NFL officials wear in, 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 in Big Ten and Big 12, and uh, they're starting to, to work their way down, uh, down the levels, the, the communication piece. All of that we support, as well as acquiring video uh, for the officials to review. Uh, a lot of people think that the officials just show up on a Saturday or Sunday and they're officiating and they don't do any prep during the week whatsoever. It's our job to get that video from the teams themselves and then distribute them out accordingly to all of our, not only officials that are within the program, but also our, our coordinators and our trainers and our position trainers who are actually training these guys on a, on a, and, and women now in our, in our consortium on a, on a week by week basis. Um, and so what we will do is we will take the coaching video that the teams use to evaluate themselves for practice and games, and then we will intercut television with that. So when we distribute it back out to everyone to evaluate and to review, they have at least three or four different angles of a particular play. And as everybody knows, anything that controversial happens, uh, whether it's a penalty, 
or um, you know, or a no call, you're going to see multiple replays and multiple angles of that play. So we're going to be able to uh, evaluate it and know did we get the call right or did or did we miss one? Yeah. And so it there basically is nowhere for these guys to hide anymore. Um, that we we will grab every piece of video available so that not only they can review it, but they also then get evaluated on their performance. Okay, that makes sense. Um, you know, you mentioned all the different conferences for the, the respective sports. Um, how does that complicate your life when, you know, more and more conferences are getting added? And then, like you said, you guys are kind of doing a run right now with volleyball and wrestling. So you throw that into the mix, and, you know, I'm sure – it would it would probably even make it more difficult just from the sense that you're you're a football guy obviously you played it in college but if you're not maybe as familiar with volleyball per se you're having to really school yourself in the intricacies of that sport absolutely that's what we're doing right now and and luckily for myself it's not just myself doing this role i've got a great staff of uh here in the command center and matt braunschneidel our associate director uh joe hamada who's just been recently promoted to assistant director and then uh, we have a new uh, video intern starting this year sam arvinay and without those guys and the guys that came before them uh, I really wouldn't have, we really wouldn't be able to do what it is that we're doing. Um, we're able to right now to focus with all those sports that you mentioned and that, and I've mentioned, you know, we're able to focus in on, you know, Tony's responsible for the overall department, but you know, his specialty is to work with Bill Carroll on our officiating staff for, for mm-hmm. football. Matt will work with Rick Boyages with basketball, uh, Joe will work with Steve Petrowski for, for ice hockey. And then now adding these two new sports on, on our areas, it's, let's let's evaluate it on a, on a on a after this first year and see does it require more uh you know a personalized touch or can we sit there as a as a group of four collectively uh, obtain the goals that are that are needed mm-hmm. so it, it presents it presents challenges uh it's one of those things that probably our coordinators would would like not to have uh, all four of us on on, on emails but <laughs> And, but it, and that's unfortunately right now that's the nature of what it is if 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 I'm out taking care of of, 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 of things off site um, and or Matt's out of the office or Joe's out of the office all all of us need to know exactly what's going on uh, so make sure that we're able to provide that same support for for all of our coordinators not just say that Bill's got to always come to me or Rick always has to come to me but we all have to have that that the, the knowledge base of, of what's going on in that in, in that area and, and know all the different issues that are that, that are coming up. You know, how much does your expertise in football, having played it at, at a you know high college level, um, help you with the day to day responsibilities of your job? I think it helps a lot. Um, I think a lot about my background, uh, not only not only just playing, but then um, you know, a couple of years after, you know, a couple of years into playing and, and, and injuries setting in and, uh, you know, I credit, uh, Tim Rucks, uh, our, the head coach at Carthage college at the time that, um, you know, took a chance on me and, and allowed me to be a, a student assistant coach. And so he gave me video. He's, you, you, you are our video editor. You are our video coordinator. And the second you don't get your work done, you're not going out to practice to, to, to coach on the field. So uh, not only did I have that, that, that player's uh, mindset, um, but also then a, a coaching mindset. So I know what these coaches are looking for. Um, a lot of my background has been on the coaching side of things. You know, when I left Carthage College, I went to the University of Illinois, worked for Ron Zook there. Um, after five years of working with, with Coach Zook, um, 
took a job with the Cincinnati Bengals and then and then came here. I'm getting ready to start my fifth year here at the conference. So everything that I've done and or Matt and Joe and, and Sam have done in, in our office and those that have come before them have had the team background. So we utilize everything that we utilize here in the office is the same stuff that the teams are using. We've just now brought it over and, and added an officiating flavor to it. So at the end of the year, I can I can easily end of the year, middle of the year, each week, I can pull up reports to, to give the bill and say, these were all of our defensive pass interference calls during the week. These were created as correct. These were graded as incorrect. And we can start to find trends and see trends. Mm-hmm. And Bill can develop his message during the week to our officials of, hey, guys, we really need to get a little bit better on spotting the ball or we really have to get better on these cut blocks or, you know, obviously targeting is always a main emphasis. So that's always part of the the, 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 the weekly instruction. Yeah. Um, but we can we can dive down deeper in that, not only just in football, but in all of our sports that we support because of the fact that everything that we're doing on our end is the same stuff that we would do on the team side of things. If we're trying to pull up, you know, reports on formation and, and, you know, and, and, and power runs or play action passes and et cetera. So we all have that team background that in all honesty, the things that we've had to, to learn and to school ourselves up on is actually the officiating piece is okay. to actually know like who is supposed to cut, who's, who's responsible for that gunner that's running down the sideline. Mm-hmm. You know, so that we know who missed the call. Okay. We know the rules of the game. We know the technology itself because of what the, the teams use. But it's more of, hey, let's school ourselves up on the actual lingo and, and, and what is correct and what's incorrect on, and in regards to officiating. You mentioned, you know, your, your stints with the Illini and then with the Cincinnati Bengals. And how did it come to be then this job at, at the Big Ten Conference? I, again, I go back and I credit Tim Rux. Uh, Tim, you know, Coach Rux took a chance on me coming out of high school, and you know, I from Cincinnati, Ohio, went all the way up to Kenosha, Wisconsin, to to you know just to, just to you know to to continue playing while I was going to school. And um, Coach Rux knew Ron Zook at mm-hmm. Illinois, and I had finished my undergrad and my graduate degree there at Carthage, and I was looking for a job. And because of my expert, I wouldn't say expertise, but my experience in, you know, coaching and in video, it was, look, I just want to, I want to, I'm going to stick with one and and get to it. A lot of, a lot of guys will sit there and say, you know what, I'm going to use the video to get into coaching and I'm going to then build and be a coach. And I wasn't that way. I wanted to say, well, whatever I got, whatever I got my chance at, that's what I was going to stick with. And that's what I was going to go with. And there was a there was an assistant position open at the time uh, at, at Illinois, and uh, you know, little Division three guy, you don't know, you don't know how small those coaching circles are. And Tim Ruck said, "I know Ron Zook, I'll give him a call." And I said, "Coach, you don't know Ron Zook. Like, there's no, there's no way. Like, there's no way you know Coach Zook." And him and I are sitting there in his office, and sure enough, he pulls out his cell phone, he gives him a call right then and there, and he's got me on speaker with with Coach Zook and. He said, Tim, if that guy's good enough for you, he's good enough for me. I'll have our video guy give him a call. And uh, Greg Bruner, uh, who was the video director at the time at Illinois, uh, gave me a call, and, and the rest was history. And then, uh, and, and, and same there. It's just all about the relationships. So all the relationships that I made at the University of Illinois was able to help me get the, get the job with the, with the Bengals. And then the relationships that I had with Coach Lewis and Travis Brammer and Kent Stearman there at the Bengals, I, I, I was able to get uh, – the, the 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 insider track uh, here at the Big Ten Conference and 
it's uh it's 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 all about who you know in this business um but what you know is going to keep you there and uh it's something that uh, i really pride myself on that and i make sure that i'm always trying to stay on top of things as regards to what what's new and what's coming out so that you know not only i continue to get better but we can also you know whoever it is that i'm working for in this case the officials the officials continue to get better and hopefully there's more consistency you know, the student coaching obviously had a huge impact on, on what you're doing now. Um, but when you came into college, you know, as a freshman at Carthage College, you know, what were you majoring in? What were your intentions, you know, of maybe a profession, you know, and, and obviously it probably changed. We, I, I joke about that a lot with my wife and, and, and even family is I, my undergrad was in business. Um, and I was looking at, uh, you know, whether it was accounting or sales or marketing, you know, all those human resources, all the, the general business topics that come together. And that quickly changed. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, you know, going into you know, junior year, it was, all right, I'm going to be every time that I'm not in the classroom, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the coach's office and I'm learning and I'm breaking down film and, and I'm working on the computer, learning the new, you know, reports and uh, new the new nuances of the, of the of the equipment and then when I wasn't in the coaching office I was I was going to class and uh, coach Rux then gave me an opportunity after I completed my undergrad uh, to come back and, and, and get a master's and uh, so I got my master's in, in education guidance and counseling and again looking at it from a perspective of a coaching world at that time of hey if I if if I don't get anything in college, at least I can go back and I can coach at a high school mm-hmm. and I've got the guidance and counseling, um, you know, certificate that I yeah. can sit there and, you know, be, become that counselor and, and, and work at a high school. And uh, I, 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 I we, we joke about it a lot sometimes in this business, uh, not only with family and friends, but also, the you know, peers in that those who have started like myself, right, you know, there's a lot of us, you know, right away into it. We don't know anything different. And it's one of those things that it's, it, it puts a little bit of a fear in you, I guess, of saying, well, what happens when this is all taken away? Because I don't, I don't know the business world. I don't know. I haven't had to use my degree since, you know, since I was in college. So it's, uh, it, 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 like I said, it, it, it changes pretty quickly. And, um, you know, just because you specialize in something, you know, doesn't mean that you're going to have to be pigeonholed to that, that particular that area you can, you're always going to someone's always going to hopefully take a chance on you and then you just got to go out and prove it yeah you know when when you took the job at the Big Ten conference what kind of training did you have to you know initially go through and then also what kind of continual learning and education do you have to do sure so obviously coming from the team side of things um the biggest the biggest challenge for me was the replay aspect um, not knowing anything about the, the the replay systems, not knowing the rules of instant replay, not knowing um, you know what's you know what the the actual equipment involved. So that that was a huge learning curve right away, jumping into this business and, and, and or into the into this position. Uh, and same with even you know Matt and Joe and, and, and Sam. It's something that they uh, you know you don't have that type of experience on the, on the coaching side of things. Um, but the one thing that you can bring and what shows the, the coordinators is look, we can do, we can do this with reports. We can do this with cutups and, 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 and filter sets and, and reporting. And it was something that, you know, that will then kind of turn things the other way of, you know, 
yeah, I have some weaknesses here in the in the in the replay aspect kind of things, but then you also have the strengths of 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 getting them the video and getting them all the all the answers and even the commissioners all the different stats that they need on a on a on a you know on a daily or weekly basis and um, so that's something that uh, you know obviously was a was a was a huge uh, gap you know c- coming in, but you know we've got a great partnership with uh, with our replay providers and and DV Sport on. Uh, you know, football and basketball side mm-hmm. of things and, ex- and Exos on hockey. And, you know, I've had relationships with them because of their uh, their roles in the coaching world. And so I was able to reach out to them and be able to get a, a, a crash course and an instant replay. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I'm, I'm most excited to hear about is just to have you paint the picture on a typical college football Saturday of of what the command center in the Big Ten conference office looks like. What's a typical day, t- typical hours, and even the, the days following it, are, I'm sure, are really busy for you as you try and get everything together. Sure. So uh, Saturday is, is, is obviously it's game day. Uh, we get into the office at about 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, we set up all of our computers, all the, the DVRs, and, and, and get the games, those, those, those 11 o'clock uh, central start games set on the, on, on the TVs that we have here in the office. Uh, we have about our, our TV selection, our video wall, so to speak, is, is, is nine screens, uh, eight 60-inch uh, TVs on the outer sides, and a 133-inch projector in the middle. <laughs> Um, we've got 14 DirecTV DVRs and, and, and two Mac Minis that we can pick up the the ESPN three broadcasts, um, and we're we're look, the the prep work obviously during the week is what games are going to go on where what games are going on which TVs and and then also identifying which officials are it's their off week that are going to come in and actually watch a game from start to finish so they're going to watch the the ohio state michigan game they're going to watch the the penn state northwestern game and they're going to sit there and identify watch a game in its entirety and they're going to identify plays that the average person does just doesn't know about officiating not only also all the no calls but say that headlinesman is moving down the line too quickly or the referee's not positioned right or the re- the announcement was you know he used the wrong signal and stuff that you know the average lay person doesn't really know um so then and bill carollo our coordinator you know our coordinator officials bill and then uh, commissioner delaney and um a bunch of the other uh senior staff members here in, in the office will, will will come in and they'll be watching the games and as well and we want to just have a, a finger on the pulse, so you will, of no, being able to see everything that happens. We, those coaches are going to call as soon as the game's over with. And I know it from being uh, <laughs> on, on the coaching side with, with, with Coach Zook. And um, they're going to call right after the game. And so Bill needs to be able to see exactly what happened. Um, with the DVRs, we're obviously able to run everything back for him, slow it down. And we're going to be able to have an answer for Coach when he calls right away of, Coach, yeah, well, you know what, we got that one. We got that one right. You need to go. You need to go back and look at this. Or you know what, Coach, yeah, you know what, you're right. We we messed up, and it, and it'll be and it'll be addressed. Um, so we're there from 9 a.m. all the way until that last night game, whether it's Big Ten, MAC, or Missouri Valley completes. And so if that happens to be 11:30, 11 o'clock at night, then that's when it is. Um, so we have, you know, we don't go. We don't. We don't starve ourselves. We've got snacks. We get we get <laughs> we get we get lunch and we get all that stuff. So don't feel bad for us on, on, on those type of hours. But 
Um, and, and as and as the officials are and are, are evaluating games, and Bill's making his notes, us on the command the command center staff on the back end, we're capturing the TV content into our into our uh, in-house editing system. So that way, when we do get the the video from the coaches itself, we have it already. It, it's each play has already been identified, so it's easier for us to to, to intercut. Um, so we know that this is play one. The you know play one this is play two this is play three all the way down the line and then we match everything up and then we were able to ship it out while those games are are, go, are going on so our, okay. our general process on that end takes us you know from within about two hours after the completion of the game the officials have available on their uh, on our secured video website um, to be able to review a, a, a finalized product of their of their game, and that's obviously assuming that everything goes well on the team side of things, of them being able to send us uh, their coaching video. Yeah. But at least within 10, 15 minutes after the game is over with, not only are they can get a, a TV broadcast of the game from the replay system locally, they also have something from us up on the website as well. So there's two different avenues for those officials to review their their performance Wow. By the time they by the time they get out of the shower. Yeah, that's incredible. I didn't realize the turnaround was that quick. I thought it might be like Sunday morning by the time they got everything or Sunday afternoon. Yeah, so Sunday Sunday we'll come back in um, obviously and and we'll f- fi- finalize everything that we didn't finalize on Saturday. So definitely for certain that night game. Yeah. I mean it's it's eleven o'clock at that point. It's eleven o'clock, eleven thirty, and you know what I. I I, I love being here. Yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna wait around another hour, hour and a half to get the to get the coaching video from the teams at that point. Um, and we'll we'll wait we'll wait that way. Then it allows for the other you know little stragglers to come through. Um, you have those afternoon games if they're having issues on on their end. Because first and foremost for us, we want the the video directors on on each of their on each campus. They obviously have to take care of their coaches. Yeah, and and we know that because we've been in those shoes. So take care of your coaches first, and then, and then, and and then obviously everybody else in the conference, and then worry and worry about us. Um, so it's always one at those open lines of communication to make sure that the, the 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 schools are constantly communicating with each other. Of hey guys, I had an issue with my 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 end zone camera, and it, it's going to be a while because I need to get it from uh, you know so and so when they get back from campus or go back to their campus, okay. and so. Sunday is generally um, more of a uh, again finalizing all the video that we didn't get uh, the, the 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 previous day you know the previous day yeah and then and then we'll start our data entry process of you know the website they are that our officials use to uh, report all their fouls uh, and all their plays of interest uh, is called QuickRef and we'll go into QuickRef and we'll start downloading and and ingesting all the different. Uh, you know, ter- you know, terminology and data onto those p- specific plays. So that way, at the end of the year and during again during the week, we can get to those reports that we talked about earlier. Of hey, not only are here's the defensive pass interference calls, but here's the video that goes along with it. Okay. And here's and and then at the end of the year, here's all the defensive pass interferences from the entire season. These are all broken up out by correct call, incorrect call, you know, etc. Yeah. So Sunday, Sunday, Sunday is. is Generally, um, 
uh, timing-wise for us, I mean, in all honesty, because it was a long night the night before, we generally get in around 10 o'clock the next morning, again, mm-hmm. giving schools time to, to send us their video. Yeah. And then we're and, and we're generally out of there uh, before the second NFL game starts. Oh, that's great. Um, so it's not it's not a long day on, on, on Sunday. Yeah. Um, because then at that point, because um, if anything comes up after that, that point on, on Sunday, we've got ever just now everybody has email and, and, and on their phones, you know, we have access to our commu- computers remotely via our own laptops. So we can sit at home and we can remote in if, if something major comes up that we can, you know, we can get it out to, to Bill and his staff. Yeah, that's nice. My conversation with Tony continues shortly, but if you're enjoying this edition of the MVFC First and Goal podcast, check out all the Lineup Media Group offerings featuring your favorite sports as well as non-sports podcasts too. Now back to the show. Tony, what would you consider the most interesting part about your job? Well, I think that's a good question because um, we, we touch on everything. I mean, we, we, see, we see the uniforms prior to them actually being displayed, uh, you know, they got to get approval. Yeah. Um, so I would say a neat part was we saw the Ohio state black uniforms before they were even released to the public just nice. to make sure that they were, you know, legal to, to, to use. Uh, so that's an interesting part. Um, obviously the communication with, 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 with coaches, you know, a lot of people would love to be able to sit there and, and, you know, have those, um, you know, just hear what's going on in, 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 in those coaches meetings uh, after the season, um, whether what they're talking about, you know, plays and, 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 and policies. And um, obviously the instant replay side of things is, is, is great and it's neat. Um, another thing that I, that I you know, a lot of my friends like is uh, when we get into basketball season, uh, a lot of my friends will send me screenshots of the Big Ten basketball tournament because during the, the tournament, I serve as the timeout coordinator. Oh, nice. So I'm, so I'm, <laughs> so I'm, so I'm, so I'm sitting at the scorer's table and sitting next to the replay system and talking to television, letting the officials and TV know, obviously, when we're going to go, when we're coming back from commercial and when we're playing. And then, ta- and then going through the review process of, hey, they've got more angles coming or this is what they're looking to review. So anytime there's a review next to, at, within a couple minutes after that review being over with, my phone just starts blowing up with pictures <laughs> from, from people of, hey, you're on TV, you're on TV. I go, yeah, yes, I know. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I, th- th- there's, there's, so many, there's so many things just to, to, to narrow down um, one particular um, I mean, traveling is always great. You know, we travel down to Indy for our Big Ten championship game for football. And this year we'll be going to Madison Square Garden for the men's basketball tournament. Nice. Last, last year was Washington, D.C. You know, hockey's traveled to, you know, Joe Lewis and, and, and Minneapolis. And, um, you know, so there, there, there's too many things just to, to, to name one. Um, but I guess if I had to, it would be doing what I, I, I love, I love, I love doing what I'm doing. I love the actual, the, the this side of things. And, um, I don't like, I, I, I sometimes rub it into my, my peers at the schools. I get to go home and, and be with my wife and be with my daughter every, every day for dinner with the exception of Saturday. Yeah. And that's something that it's, it's, uh, you know, doing everything that you want to do and then having the quality of life outside of the, the job as well, that's probably the biggest rewarding thing about about this job is, again, having all those great experiences that I just mentioned, but then knowing that I'm not sacrificing family time to, with the exception of a, 
with the exception of a Saturday. Yeah, which especially as as you get older, you know, especially when you get in your 30s, you start to realize, you know, hey, that that stuff's really important. So exactly, it's something that uh, uh, you know, my wife and I talk about that often. Of you know, hey, just imagine if we were still back in Champaign and. Um, you know, you only lived five minutes away from the office, but I wouldn't see you until 11 o'clock, 1130 at night, you know, when the, when the coaches meetings got over with, and then you'd have to leave, you know, again, first thing, first thing in the morning for those, you know, six, six o'clock meetings. And now it's, Hey, I can, I can be there when, when, when Caroline wakes up in the morning and, and, and help out around the house and then definitely be home and then be home for dinner. And whether it's making dinner on the grill or, my wife or, or even, you know, picking something up on the way home. It's, it's, it, it, that's, that's probably the most rewarding piece. You know, this may not be a a totally fair question because again, I'm asking you to, to choose, you know, one particular game or, or moment, but is there, is there a particular scenario that, that stands out in your mind that, you know, you, for you and your crew, you felt like, you know, you really impacted, um, a game or, you know, a, a trend after the fact with, with officiating, um, just by the, the video re- review and, and all the stuff you guys cut up and put together. You know, like you said, it, it's, it's hard to identify w- one thing. Um, it's always just nice knowing that a lot of the, the information that, uh, we provide to the coordinators and even in the commissioners as well, in the res- respective conferences that, it's, it's, it's being utilized and it's being used. And it's one of those things that, um, you know, that, you know, they know it and they have an inkling of it. Sometimes it's great that, you know, when commissioner Delaney goes, Hey, I, I think I have an idea on how this is going, but I really want to see the, 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 the data of it. And you go, okay. And you're just, and you're so enthralled and, and excited about the project and you do it and you give it to him. And, and he's like, yep, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> great great work and then he uses uses it for 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 something down the road or or same with bill um you know there, there again there's not there's not a one particular piece there's so many there's so many little things that uh it's 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 what every video director and video guy knows the the the, the cardinal rule is we 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 do a lot of things behind the scenes and it's sometimes it's a thankless job and but we all know that we're doing a good job and but the only, but sometimes there is those 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 negative moments and you don't you you want to minimize those because obviously you can't hide bad video you can't hide a mistake when it comes to that kind of stuff it's um so it, it's one of those things that uh uh if they don't the, the 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 old saying used to be for us if they don't say anything we're doing a good job if they say something we've got a problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You played at a time, you know, and I'm, I'm making it sound like you're old and you're not old, um, but, you know, probably, you know, and at a level too where video review and information, at least that you have now, didn't exist. Um, you know, what's it like to see it from your perspective now, knowing that you're on the other side of it years ago, you know, and how critical do you think it is that, you know, it continues to be a big part of college football? I think the thing is, you know, obviously knowing what happened, you know, back when, obviously when I was playing, it wasn't, it wasn't there. You know, I, uh, you know, I graduated college in 2004. Um, so, you know, early, you know, senior year of high school was, you know, 99, 1999 season. And, you know, five years later is when the, you know, the big 10 experimented with, 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 with instant replay. So, 
you know, being able to see that that evolution just from a from a fan's perspective to now, obviously knowing that I'm a part of it is 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 great, and it's something that as I'm starting to you start to realize, and everybody probably is no is starting to see. You're not going backwards when it comes to technology. You're always going to move forward. You're always looking for something different. Um, whether we're testing the you know field monitors at the sideline, or you know now the colleges are getting into you know a centralized you know collaboration, um, bringing in multiple feeds at one time when it used to be you know into a you know basically a, a computer ride you know a, a server basically living up in the in the press box when it used to be a when it used to be a TiVo in the in the earlier stages of of instant replay so it's always it's always changing it's always evolving and it's something that um it's it's neat to be on 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 that on that side of things and starting to and 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 to, and to have a, and to have a hand in it so it, it, that's it's you know it's like I said, it, it, you're not going backwards. Yeah. You're only, you're, it's only going to continue to go forward and continue to get better. You know, you hear all the times about, you know, the, the 360 cameras and the stitching and how now, you know, it, the, the stitching process for 360 is, is, is getting that much better. And who knows how long it'll be until we could, we could potentially do that. You know, it, it, that, that, you know, that's something that, you know, everyone always says, well, that's probably the next thing. Like, well, you do realize it takes a good, you know, you can't go back and review a play after you've already had four, you know, four or five plays because that's how long it's taking right now. But there's, there will be a time, I don't know in my lifetime, but there probably will be a time where potentially that, that could be, you know, the standard. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest difference, you know, when you worked at in the Bengals video department between you know, the video departments at a, at the NFL level and then video services at the college level. Sure. I would, I would say at the NFL, it's everybody's doing everything. Um, and you don't have students to, to, to work for you. You don't have, you can't go out and hire somebody to, you know, work, you know, make eight bucks an hour for, you know, student aid or, 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 or what have you and, and relying on a, an 18 to 20 year old on, on shooting practice and making sure that it's, that it's right. You have to do it yourself at the at the NFL level. You have a lot more to to personal personal pride pride in it. I think, you know, I, I remember specifically always having sometimes having to go to Coach Zook and say, "Hey, Coach, I'm sorry, we 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 missed a play here. We did this, and it was probably always one of my the the worst parts of my day is having yeah. to go tell them that we missed a missed a play or let alone a drill. And now, it, and you know, in the NFL, you, you don't have that. It's everybody's, you know, those. Everybody in that video department's getting paid for a reason, and uh, they know everyone knows they have a job to do, and it just and it just gets it just gets done. And you know you 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 don't have in the NFL because of the roster sizes, you only <clears throat> everybody is servicing each other, so you really will only have one uh, you know team period or seven on seven or going going on at one time versus in college with the the, the roster sizes, you know you're going to have defense on one end and offense yeah. on the other. And there's, you're going to have at least four or five, maybe even six cameras at the college level. When in the NFL, you're at the most, you're probably really only going to have three or four. Okay. Um, so it's and because of the fact not only not only that with, but also the, again the, the 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 staffing issue of, you know, the, it's going to be hard for an owner to justify you know hiring you know five or six full time you know video 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 people just for just for practice. Because what else are they going to do throughout the throughout their uh, 
throughout the season or throughout, not even through the season, but through the off season. Yeah. Um, you know, how hard is it? Obviously Saturdays, you know, you're in the, the big 10 command center, but let's say, you know, you're getting home to catch that second NFL game on a Sunday or, or there's a college football game on a, a Wednesday, at, at, you know, another conference, um, one that you're obviously not responsible for. How hard is it for you now to watch a football game as a fan and, and not be analyzing and having all this, you know, stuff going on in your head? I can't. <laughs> Simple answer. I can't. Uh, it used to be on when I was working for the teams. Uh, it used to be when I first started at Carthage, and it was not only doing video, but on and also coaching. And I could pinpoint, you know, the you know the tackle missing the block, or or why this play didn't succeed. And then now, and then you know, and then now it's into officiating. It's like, oh boy, not only did you have that, but you had this and that. I I, I can't watch it. <laughs> um, so in all honesty, I will I will. I will only watch the when I'm at when I'm at home I, during the week. I will only watch those those games that obviously are involving our conference and our and our officials, and then uh, and then Sunday only the Bengals because okay. it's, because otherwise it just it sometimes it's it's just sometimes it's just too much and uh, I think most of most of our the the guys here in the office would agree is sometimes you just get sported out with 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 everything and. Uh, you know, we'll have no problem turning on the HGTVs and watching those fixer upper shows. And, oh yeah. Uh, just because, 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 because again, like you said, it's so hard to watch a game as a, as a fan. And it's even still hard for me to watch those, you know, those, 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 those Bengals games as a, as, as a fan, you know, again, growing up in, in, in Cincinnati, I was, I grew up a Bengals fan. So, so going to work for them for, you know, the year that I did was a, was a lifelong dream. And, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you can't, you, it, it, it's so hard to separate, it's so hard to separate fandom from the actual, uh, you know, knowing that, Hey, there's, there's, there's going to be mistakes. Totally. <laughs> you, you mentioned earlier, you, you know, your wife, Katie and daughter, Caroline. So I want to get into them for a second and have, give you a chance to talk about them. <laughs> Let, let's start with Caroline. Um, I, I believe she's around one years old. Um, she's six months and she's super adorable. So how would you describe yourself as a dad and how has she really impacted your life? Uh, it's been, I, I, I hope, I, I hope my wife would agree that I, that I'm hands-on. Um, you know, we have, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have, uh, you know, a, a, a niece and a, and a nephew and, um, for our niece, I'm, I'm Katie and I are, uh, her, her, her godparents and we go down and visit them in, in Alabama and, uh, this was prior to Caroline being born, and I'm and I'm playing with Madison on the floor, and uh, you know Katie and and uh, my brother and sister-in-law are laughing that you know I she's like let's pretend we're sharks and we're <laughs> literally literally swimming on the floor and we're making that drive back and Katie just goes I hope you do that with our daughter and I said absolutely I'm I'm I I'm gonna you know I, you, early on it's it's gonna be the fun dad and then you know obviously with you know. God gave me a girl for a reason, and I'm going to be extremely stressed and yeah. <laughs> probably probably overprotective when she get you know you know 12 or 13 years from now. But um, you know, I, she 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 means the world to me. She's uh, she she brightens my day. I love it when she smiles. Just the other day, she started recognizing uh, you know hearing her own name and, and and turning her head. So just being able to see the little the little changes that she that happen with her every day is it, it, it it's it's amazing is she crawling yet she is not crawling she's she's attempting to she okay. uh we put her on her on tummy time and uh 
she'll she'll scoot backwards. Okay. <laughs> so so, uh, but she's she's now sitting up on her sitting up on she's doing better sitting up on her own. And, yeah. Uh, we just started giving her um, you know the rice cereal and the oatmeal, and uh, Katie started doing this uh, uh, baby led weaning, which you know they're giving her you know you know steamed or uh, soft like sweet potatoes and, okay. and celery and stuff and it's funny at dinner time she uh you know she sits obviously is sitting in between us and she'll always stare at me and so <laughs> and, uh, um you know katie jokes with me and, and and it's no secret in our house that i don't like vegetables and she goes you know she's watching you to see if you eat your vegetables and i go <laughs> i go well, she doesn't know right now that they're not vegetables so she's watching me use the use the fork and the spoon and you know giving her then the the spoon to watch her then mimic those movements uh it's it, it de- definitely not puts you on edge of uh i'm gonna have to watch what i do around her because yeah. she's a, she's a sponge for sure <laughs> what about katie you know your wife what uh what would you like to say about her i guess what are you allowed to say about her <laughs> <laughs> i'm allowed to say pretty much anything i want uh, she'll probably would disagree um she's great she's uh she's my rock she's my best friend uh she's a, a extremely accomplished uh you know she's a physical therapist working to get her certification in Pilates, certified strength and conditioning, certified athletic trainer, um, you know, everything. So she, she, you know, I guess it's free, you know, she, she, one of these days she's going to charge me when I tell her my, (laughs) my back hurts or, or my hips out of alignment and she's got to get me on the floor and, you know, and, and do the different stretches. And, um, but she's, uh, she's, she's super mom. She's, she takes care of Caroline and, um, and, 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 and me and anything that I can always do to try to try to help her. Uh, you know, I, I, I do, I do my best, but, uh, she, she definitely, she definitely runs the household and, uh, uh I'm not ashamed to say it. And, and I know she would, she would agree that she definitely, she definitely has final say on everything that goes on in our house. Yeah. You also have a very photogenic bulldog. Yes. <laughs> and what kind of personality, I'm not sure if it's a he or she, so you'll have to clarify that, um, but what kind of personality does he or she bring to the family on a, a daily basis? Well, we're lucky. We have two of them. Oh, you have two? A, okay. Yeah, we have, we have a boy and a girl, uh, Jax and Lila. Uh, Jax we've had uh, since he was a puppy, so we've had him since he was eight weeks old. Uh, Jax will be six in October. And then Lila we actually got from a, from a local rescue here oh, in, nice. in, in town that specializes in bulldogs. Uh, Lila was a was a stray and uh, had some uh, you know dog friendly issues I guess if you would say and uh, when we were we were willing to work with that and I'm right when she met Jax on the on the the home visit or whatever it was the the, the foster mom at the time was like I've never seen her do that before this is great so uh, both of them are they are handfuls they are both uh, obviously bulldogs are stubborn. Uh, Jax is probably more stubborn than Lila. Um, they love being on top of the couch, uh, smashing down our couch cushions. Um, they, Lila sleeps with her tongue out and it gets all dried and crusty. She snores worse than, (laughs) than I do. Um, Jax will, Jax will not jump on up on the couch until you lay down because he wants to lay in between your feet. (laughs) Um, they are, they are they are hand, they are handfuls. Yeah. But they are uh, they are so they 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 just as I'm sure anybody who has who has pets, uh, 
uh, can see the, the the personality in them every every single day, and they 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 definitely are are not lacking in that department. Yeah, I I can relate. I am uh, we have a chocolate lab, and just this, the same thing. She's she's spoiled, and uh, she's got quite the personality. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're great. How uh, how have the dogs taken to Caroline? They actually they no issues. Um, we brought Caroline home from the from the hospital and. Uh, Jax came right over. I sat down on the couch. Jax came right over to me and he turned around and he put his back to me and, and, and just sat there and, uh, taking him to the vet a couple days later for his annual checkup. The vet was like, that's exactly what you want a, a, a dog to do. It means they, they, they've, that he's protecting the pack. And, um, they, they, she's, she's now getting into that moment. Those, the, 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 of use of her hands and wanting to touch and grab things. And, it's funny. She'll sit on my she'll sit on my lap, and the dogs will come over and they'll smell her, and whether they lick her 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 feet or or as she's kind of slowly reaching her hand out there, and uh, they'll lick her you know lick her hand. But as soon as she starts to like do like a quick swipe for a pet, Jax runs away. <laughs> Jax wants no part of it, and and Lila will just sit there and she'll and she kind of just takes it. But uh, they both they 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 both uh, around her. Are, 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 are great other than like I said Jax right now is not really ready to be petted by her <laughs> yeah you know as we wind down the interview you know one thing I feel like you know that that replay and, and video reviews I feel like among fans it, it sometimes gets a bad rap and you know, just I think more than anything from a time standpoint and, and you see it you see it more so um with major league baseball games you know going going longer but what do you feel like is is the long term solution to that as far as game time and and making it something so that the fans better understand you know what's going on? Sure, it's something that obviously we're always looking at. That's one of the big emphasis this year for for officiating. That uh, if you talk to Bill, he would he would say as well is is, is game times. We're getting up there and um, and and you know average uh, FBS time last year was three hours and 24 minutes and that's longer than a major league baseball game and that's that's a problem and and um everybody who has a say say in that right now recognizes that and we're trying to they're trying to take measures to to alleviate that um obviously everybody you know like as you mentioned people have give you know sometimes give replay the the, the bad rap and the thing, the thing that everybody forgets is that it's got to be, it's got to be clear, and it's got to be, in, you know, um, you know, you know, obvious. And the you can't, you can't assume. You can't sit there and say, "Hey, that ball that that guy's holding, I know he's holding it there, and I know it's over the line." But if you don't clearly see it, you can't, you can't change it. And it's one of those things that uh, trying to, to, you know, someone who wants to be you know, stubborn and, you know, and bullheaded and, 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 and not listen is going to, is going to, ha- is going to, obviously they're going to take issue with that. Um, but it's one of those things that again, replay is, 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 is here. It's not going away. Um, it's one of those things that you wanted to put in place of, you know, Hey, you know, originally it was, let's, let's, let's fix the obvious calls. And now everybody wants to get into now dive deeper into well replay should fix deep, you know pass interference and fix the holding calls and you do realize then when you do that the more stoppages that you're going to do the longer that game is going to be yeah so there, there there's finding that 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 balance and 
Um, you know, I, all I can say is that they're, they're, we're, we're, we're constantly looking at things. Um, it's one of those things that we take pride in. You know, we, we tell our replay, you know, the, 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 you know, back when it first started, it was, hey, if you got something that review that was under three minutes, people were, you know, high-fiving in, in the press box and, and, and loving it. And now it's, hey, if you're in there for, for you're trying to make a decision and you're at that two-minute mark, you better hurry up and get out because obviously then you don't you don't have it. Yeah. And and you got to stay with then what's the call on the field because that's the first rule in replay. Is the call on the field is always right unless proven otherwise. And a lot of people sometimes don't under don't like that when it comes back with the the stands call is you know they they feel it's a it, it's a cop out and the fact is is look you got to you got to again you have to assume that call on the field is right unless you have clear evidence. To, to, to prove otherwise and even though you might have not have clear evidence to confirm it but you have but you don't ha- definitely have the clear evidence to reverse it so that's where the, the, the stands call comes into play how many different angles are are you guys typically looking at um you know when they're reviewing something sure so right now in the in, in the big 10 um we utilize a, a multi-capture feature so we're bringing in four different angles at one time that are available as soon as the play is over with. Mm-hmm. We're using what we call the using what we call the, the program feed. So that is the exact feed that everybody at home is seeing. Okay. Then we bring in a, a, a high end zone camera and then an opposite low end zone camera. So it'll be on the opposite side of the field on the on the low side. Okay. And then the fourth camera we'll bring in is either uh, the cart camera, which is the, the cart that drives yeah. up and down the sideline, mm-hmm. or if there is no cart present then there generally is a, a, a handheld camera that travels down with the play. Yeah. So those, those four angles we're bringing in real time as it's happening. So when we get into, a re- at least in, right now in the Big Ten, when we get into that review process, we can sync all four of those angles because we're bringing them in at the exact same time. So our replay officials will then, when they're looking at their monitor, they can hit a button and it's a quad where they can see all four angles okay. up at the same time. And as they're doing the jog shuttle wheel, they can they'll see each angle move, so it's everything is synced. Now, obviously, when television shows a replay of a completely different angle that we've have not captured in live, we can't sync that. Yeah. That's because that's obviously it's a different point in in time. So when it comes to that, then we'd have to obviously rely on on on, on television for that. But basically. We'll have, at the end of the play, we have four angles readily available for those officials to review. And it's it's been helping us in our process, at least in the Big Ten, of saying we need to stop the game now because out of these angles that we currently have, we don't have, we, we don't have the, a, a clear answer. And then television knows, well, we've already sent them those angles. If we have, you know, say this is an eight-camera shoot, then they have you know four other cameras that they could potentially send. Okay. And the thing, and just and just as as again as television is is sending to the folks at home, they're not going to send every single camera angle because they're having a show to produce and they're having a sh- you know it's their it's their show and why show something that of a of a camera angle of the crowd when that camera happened to be on the crowd when it's not going to help the officials and it doesn't help their 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 broadcast whatsoever. Yeah. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to add or that you feel like is important that, you know, the viewers and listeners out there should know? 
Uh, I mean, I touched on it earlier. Just a you know, kind of reminder is you know, uh, these officials they work hard, and you know, there's a big cry out there for 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 full time full time officials, and you know, um, the, these guys put in a lot of time and a lot of and a lot of hours, not only in reading the rule book, but also with all the all the video that we send them to to, to review. Again, they're not just showing up on a Saturday and, and, and collecting a paycheck. Um, they're not. There's no bias whatsoever against particular. You know, for for teams or against teams or against a the coach. There's none of that. It's these guys are going to call what they see, and just as everybody else is out there, I know can't say that they're perfect because I'm not. These guys aren't perfect either when it comes to making calls, and there there is that there is that human element, but. There, there is. They, 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 they try, and you know, put yourselves in, put yourselves in, 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 in their shoes for, for a minute, which we actually did during uh, in the Big Ten. We put my call our, our a side, uh, uh, oh yeah, the yeah. ETN, and he went and worked the Penn State spring game, of, you know, a couple of years ago, and uh, he flat out said it. He goes, I don't know how they do it. He's like, I couldn't. I, he's like, I know I lost my keys. All the, you know, at least fifty percent of the time, the guy who I'm supposed to be watching, I wasn't watching, and, <laughs> and that's and that's and that's and not saying that that's an excuse on the officiate on the officiating side of things because they, you know, those guys don't do that, but it's 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 a lot harder than it looks, and these again, these guys aren't just showing up for 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 a Saturday football game and putting on the stripes and 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 walk and walking out there and saying that these guys are right off the street. They're they're not. Well said. You know, Tony, uh, I, I think I've, I've kept you about twice as long as I said <laughs> that I initially was going to, but, you know, it was it was fascinating, and I appreciate you taking the time, um, you know, and I just, I love your passion and energy for everything you're doing. My pleasure, Kelly. Thanks for having me, and uh, good luck to everyone as the, as the season gets going here in a, in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's an exciting time. Well, thanks again. And if you like what you heard from Tony Byniski in our MVFC First and Gold podcast, take a moment and subscribe. Lineupmedia.fm also is home to many other podcasts, shows like The Circuit of Success, The Drop, and Coach Your Brains Out, to name a few. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Tune in next week for another episode of Valley Football First and Goal with Kelly Bird the official podcast of the Missouri Valley Football Conference, only on the lineupmedia.fm network. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and anywhere you get your podcasts. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.